I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, on this episode, I have Bill Crane. Bill has built a following and has impacted the lives of over a million people. He's written books, created lead generation and sales conversion systems, and he started by selling pine cones and candy bars as a child, and now he's a two-comma two comma award winner, and he now coaches entrepreneurs at twocommacoach.com. And I'm so excited to talk with him because he has so many good tips and advice. I mean, he obviously does because he teaches people how to, how to earn two commas with their businesses. So um, I'm really excited to talk to Bill today. Hey, Bill, how are you? Hey, Susan. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, this is going to be so much fun for everyone who's listening. Uh, we're going to just definitely drop a lot of knowledge. I wish some of these shows could be like call-in so we could answer questions, but we'll try to anticipate what those questions are going to be. And I know you have some. And Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is that my podcast is probably mostly geared toward people that are like me. So hopefully if I'm asking you the questions that I want to know answers to, then hopefully others out there are going to want to know those same, um, same answers to those questions. Yeah, so first Let's let's tell everybody, just in case they don't know who you are, can you give us a little bit of a, a modified, shortened version of your background? Because I know you've got a lot to cover. You've been around for, was it 27 years you've been in the game? Um, so just kind of tell us a little bit about who you are and where you came from and like where you're at now. Yeah, like I actually started selling at five years old. Uh, you know, like I said, selling pine cones to people. And so... Man, I don't want to date myself, but that's 43 years. Like I'm, I'm 48 now, so 43 years in, in sales. And in, you know, when I started out with as a kid, I didn't even realize that I was doing that. It's just something my mom had me do, and I thought it was normal. But you know, as I got you know older, and, and it, I, I became obsessed with sales and marketing, and I, I grew up watching you know infomercials instead of cartoons because because I thought it was like really cool how people sold stuff. Um, and then that just created like a little entrepreneur. And so like, you know, I, I became self-employed at like 19, 20 years old and, and I never looked back. And, you know, I, I've done real estate. I, I've been a builder. I've been a home remodeler and I've been a, uh, a sales trainer and high ticket consulting and coaching uh, dude, <laughs> whatever you want to call myself, <laughs> coach, consultant, you know, for over 20 years. And I just love helping people uh, position their product or service in, in a way that causes people to just absolutely want it versus, you know, the old school, like what I call like the 1980, you know, ground and pound, like MMA of sales. You know, I, I think people are done with that. Like they, they want value. They don't want to just have your product or service rammed down their throat. 
uh, you know, the salespeople don't like it. The consumers don't like it. It's just adversarial all the way around. So, you know, through all of these things that I've been involved in selling, I, you know, learned and discovered ways to do it that uh, instead of ramming things down people's throat, just create a situation that causes the, uh, the right prospect, the ideal client, uh, to actually want your solution. So that's the way I like to do it. You know, it's all about positioning your product or service in front of the, the right audience. And then, you know, they essentially create a situation where they, they beg you for your solution because they know that you're the only logical choice that you have the solution that they've been sort of dying for and waiting for their, their whole life. So what would be your tip or, or advice on maybe not necessarily discovering who your right audience is, but once you know who that right audience is, like, how do you get to them? Um, for instance, in my business, I have an idea of who I'd like to work with, but they're kind of the people that don't um, know who I am and they probably don't have any interest in, <laughs> in working with me or even <laughs> listening to me. So like, my question is like, how do I get my foot into the door to get that, that client that I need that's yeah. going to like set everything off, be like, like help me prove that I can deliver the results that my type of client is looking for? Well, first and foremost, like you have to believe it, right? You know, it comes down to product conviction. So it's like you have to believe in the pit of your stomach that like you are the best in the world at the thing that you do that you have absolute mastery in that and, and that if they choose your competition over you, then they are going to be damaged in some way. And so that you know, like instead of thinking, well, they don't want to hear from me, you know, more like these people definitely want what I have. If only they knew who I was, they would absolutely want it and they would beg me for it. Um, so like that, in, that, see, then that's going to inspire you to make that sales call or, or push that email in front of them or make that Facebook post or do that live, whatever it is, because now you shift from, you know, being a salesman who's trying to push your product to being uh, more like a protector, like someone who's trying to protect these people from potential harm because there's all these other unscrupulous people out there who uh, are selling, you know, in the same category of what you're selling, but maybe not at the level that you're doing it. They don't care that you do the way you do. Uh, so like when you come from that place of like, I really want to help you, then it's like, if, if you don't deliver your sales message, then you feel bad. Cause, cause like, you know, that like if you didn't sell your product to that person today and then someone else did, that's just going to take advantage of them. That's on you. Right. So it, it just shifts the mindset to where you have to push your product. You have to push your service because if you don't, then someone else is out there taking advantage of the people that you could have helped. I love that. I love how you've brought it back to not only belief in yourself that you can get the job done and there they need to pick you, but you've still keeping it in the mindset of you're providing a service to them. You're doing it for them to protect them from someone else and coming in and taking advantage of them. I love that mindset. And I think a lot of people listening will probably uh, understand a little bit, but I know that there's a lot of people that are going to listen that have that same problem with the belief in um, what I can do is worth it to them. So I, that's awesome. Um, 
So you speak a lot about how to generate leads and Mm -hmm. me coming from a service-based business. That is, um, as soon as someone gets into a service-based business, that's like the immediate problem. You've got to be able to generate leads or even customers for, for product, um, or you don't have a business. So what the, the type of person that is, they've, they've already gone through the process of getting some leads. Maybe they're not getting them super consistently. Um, but they know who their market is. They know maybe even where to find the leads. Like what, what type of system are they missing? What, what might they be missing? What, um, what is the best way to start getting consistent leads? (laughs) This probably won't be popular, right? Because today, like everyone wants to go digital. Everyone wants to go online. Everyone buys into like, well, I don't want to sell. So if I create a funnel, if I create a website, if I have a Facebook, if I have an Instagram, I won't have to sell. People will just want my stuff. Like whoever told you that lied to you because they wanted your money. And that's exactly the kind of person that we're trying to protect our people from. And so in my opinion, nobody should spend even one single dollar on marketing, whether it's a Facebook ad or Instagram, or even like your local newspaper until you have gone out there and tried to position yourself organically. Now in old school, that meant picking up the phone or knocking on a door, right? And a lot of people still do business that way. But like, if you're not just a local business, in other words, like you, if you're an agency, then you can help any, anyone anywhere. Like locally, you could still go to your local chiropractor, knock on his door, go to your dentist, go to, you know, whoever, knock on the door and pitch him that way. Uh, but you can also like be putting your stuff on Facebook. You should be building uh, a following. And so most people are uh, have Facebook friends that may have the same interests. So I noticed like, for example, most realtors, like everyone they're connected to in, on Facebook is a realtor. Most chiropractors, everyone's a chiropractor. Most digital marketers, most agency owners, everyone is in that same niche. And it doesn't make any sense, right? Like all of your Facebook friends, okay, let's not say all. Like I'm going to allow you to have 10%. (laughs) So is 500 enough real friends? By the way, most people really don't have 500 actual friends. (laughs) I, yeah, Uh, I know I don't. (laughs) I would love to believe that all the 5,000 people I'm connected to on Facebook uh, are my actual friends, but I kind of doubt it. Uh, But what I have done really well is I try to keep it to about 10% be friends and then the other 90%, so 4,500 that you're not allowed to be directly connected to should be potential, you know, business people, you know, prospects. It should be your ideal clients. You know, so like, you know, part of my routine every day is to be going through that list, clicking on people, seeing who they are. Is there a fit? Is this person potentially going to do business with me somehow, some way, someday? Or is there just absolutely no, you know, connection? And in which case it's like, hey, nothing personal, but, you know, you got to go, you know, because I have to make room for other people that I may be able to help and who may want my help. Because even sometimes, like, I might be connected to someone else who is a, you know, a high-ticket coach. Well, like, if they're my friend, that's cool. But if they're not, then there's no reason for me to be connected to them because they're not going to buy my stuff. 
and I'm not going to buy theirs. Um, right. So, you know, I think that's one of the things that we have to, you know, realize is that Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any of that, it's really a business tool. It's a, it's a public relations tool. Like in my opinion, Facebook is the most valuable public relations tool that's ever been created and it's free to everyone. Like, yeah, you can spend ads on it, but the reality is if you use that method, that model, and you've got 4,500 actual prospects in your system, if you can't make a million dollars a year from that, it's because you're not trying. So like, do you, most people don't need more than that, right? Most people are happy right. if they make a hundred grand a year. So it's like, right. you can for sure do that if you fill your Facebook up with, you know, actual potential prospects and you don't have to spend any money. But if you want to scale it, then you learn what works organically. And then you don't have to guess what you're going to run your ad in because your Facebook post that they got 500 points of engagement on it organically is going to work when you put money behind it, you know, but it's like people are sitting there guessing with their money. And I've heard of some, some guy the other day uh, on one of these groups was saying like, he's spending $2,000 a day and nothing's working. I'm like, Holy crap. How about spend like $2 first, you know, or $20 or how about post on your, like, and I clicked on the guy's thing and he had like practically no connections, right? In, uh, you know, like I think he had like 700 friends on Facebook and somehow some person convinced him he should be spending two grand a day to generate traffic. And so I think he blew like 50 grand and had like no results. Yeah, that's insane. I think the the market the world of online marketing right now there are too many people teaching like the easy like the so-called easy way to do it but it's not easy if you haven't tested anything you're just wasting your money yeah it's the if you can get it to work it is the easy way out but if hardly ever anyone gets it to work that way you have to have something tested and i i see so many beginner entrepreneurs go straight to facebook ads cuz they want to take that that easy way of not putting in all the work of building relationships and finding the people on their own. And they just want to sit back and let it happen. And it's just not going to happen in that way. They end up spending way more money than they need to. You know what, if you don't know what your ideal client wants, then, you know, how are you going to have a conversation with them when you get them on the phone or get them on zoom or get them on wherever you want to get them? service-based business normally you have to get on the phone or on zoom with somebody uh they're not probably just going to sign up with you, you know, unless they've had a conversation with you especially if you're if you're a high ticket uh, you know like if you're super cheap then you know whatever but i don't think anyone should be super cheap in the service business absolutely so would your suggestion for someone that is in that type of business um that the the client needs to have that conversation with them first like if they want to try to uh, say you're still going out and you're finding people organically um well i kind of just answered my own question never mind <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say you have like maybe you do have a funnel but the funnel isn't trying to sell them that service or product it's just trying to get them to sign up to be on a phone call with you or on yeah. zoom with you um and that's that's really what most people need to be doing and not just trying to sell their service from the funnel. Well, that's the thing too. Like a lot of times people will, 
um, say like, I'm getting tons of traffic from my ad. People are, you know, clicking uh, through and they're going to my funnel, but then there's no conversion. And it's almost always because there's a huge disconnect in the ad or even if it's organic and what their actual funnel says. And usually it's because they're trying to do too much too fast on the funnel. It's like, yeah. it's really tough to sell someone with words uh, because there's no emotions there. And, and even worse than that, the, when someone's reading that, uh, they're injecting their own emotions. So like if they're having an amazing day, then like they're going to read your thing and they're going to be awesome and they're going to love it. But like if, you know, something went wrong that day, they're, they're just not going to like it. They're not going to engage with it. And it's even like, you know, a lot of these, uh, what do you want to call them? Copywriting gurus, which I think most of them are just horrible. <laughs> anyway, you know, they can write long stuff, but like long form sales letters really don't work. Uh, what it does is it causes people to think that you know what you're talking about. Like if it's good enough to keep them engaged for a really long time. But the reality is, especially in today's world, people like instant gratification. They just want to know, do you have what I want? Uh, are, are you someone that I like? Do you have some social proof? Is your stuff guaranteed? And so like even like Facebook takes advantage of that. So because they'll tell you in the ad matrix that like, well, this super long post uh, have more engagement. But I've studied this and that the only reason is because there's this little blue button they have to click on. It says see more, right? Because they click that button, it's engagement. It doesn't mean anyone read it, you know, but Facebook just wants you to spend your ad money on that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, it just, it really doesn't translate into added dollars in most cases, unless you have an amazing, amazing, amazing copywriter who's also a salesperson in, in a copywriter who's also a fantastic salesperson is almost impossible to find because in most cases, that person has their own business and they're not going to write anything for yours. Yeah. Um, I have always had a problem with the idea of writing long form sales copy uh, because I personally don't even read it. I'm like, why are, if I don't read it, then how would I expect anyone else to be out there reading yeah. it? And I come across that all the time um, as a funnel designer and people are like, why isn't this converting? Why am I not getting people to like take action? And I go and look at it and it's just this wall of text. And it's like, well, because nobody wants to read that. I mean, like you said, like in today's world, it, it, it's instant gratification and you know, put up a video or something, you know, where yeah. you can speak to them. It's not a replacement for a conversation, a phone call with them, but it definitely helps more than trying to say everything in the, in the copy. Um, and that's really interesting. I love that tip about social media because there is that, um, that thought of the long form posting, but I actually just wrote one today, but that's cause I actually had something I wanted to say, but you know, I could have done that in a video probably just as easy. And I bet more people would have watched the video than would have read my mm -hmm. entire post. Probably. Yeah. Well, who knows? <laughs> All about testing. <laughs> so, um, what, what, back to lead generation, um, what is the best, like your best tips for someone that is like 
maybe not doing so great at organically getting leads, um, what maybe what's the common thing that people are doing wrong and how can they fix that? I think the biggest thing that people are doing wrong is just not knowing what their ideal client wants. And a big part of it is like, they don't even know who their ideal client is. You know, so it's like, if you don't know who you serve, like, like I always say, you have to know, first of all, first and foremost, like who you are, like, what do you stand for? What result do you provide? And who wants that result? So ultimately, who are you serving? Because like, if you know the result that you provide better than anyone else in that marketplace, like ideally, you should be the absolute best in the world at the thing you do. But like, let's face it, not everybody can be best in the world at the thing they do, but you could probably be best in that marketplace. Maybe you could be best for that client at that moment, that day, whatever, whatever it takes for you to wrap your mind around it, you know, then all of a sudden it becomes, okay, well, this is the thing I'm amazing at. Stop trying to be all things to all people. Decide the thing that you're best at. And, and that, that might be like some, sometimes you're really awesome at something that like no one's going to pay you to do it. You know, like, like if you're the best in the, I'm looking at my, my dry erase board. So like if I was best in the world at er, erasing the dry erase board, like no one's going to pay me for that. So who cares? Right. But like if you're awesome at writing a hook story and offer, well, then that's awesome because you're going to be able to give your services to more people. But if you're like the best bricklayer in the world, then obviously people who want brick houses, or if you're the best chiropractor, people who have back problems, if you're the best orthodontist, people who need braces. So whatever, you have to know who your target is and how you can help them. The result they want needs to be the result that you provide. And if the result that they want more than anything is the result that you provide, then generating leads becomes super easy because all yeah. you have to do then is get in front of them. So like most people think, well, I want to expand my market, but that actually, actually makes it way harder. Like I talk to agent, agency people all the time. We're like, oh, I got this, you know, chiropractor funnel that's absolutely killing it. So like, you know, but I, I want to know how, how can I do more business for different types of people? Like I want to do one for a mechanic and one for a dentist. It's like, no, like if you have absolutely killed the chiropractor space, how many chiropractors are there in the world? Like if you don't want to call people, then hire someone who does or find a chiropractor group or get a list, do whatever you have to do to get in front of that thing that you're amazing at every day throw it in front of them and see if they bite it's just like fishing you know it's like if you want to <laughs> my dad told me a long time ago if you want to catch fish you need to use worms fish love worms like and you can buy all the fancy lures that you want in the world but if you toss a worm out there and the other dude's got like this hundred dollar lure like the dude with the worm that just dug it up right there on the shoreline wins so it's like, we just have to throw that lure out there, that worm out there that our ideal client is looking for, but can't find anywhere else. And then the fish literally jump in the boat. You mentioned finding like what your target market wants. Um, so obviously you have to begin with figuring out who your target market is. I'm going to, you said you need to know who you, what, what you stand for, what do you provide and what is the result you can offer? And then who is the person that wants that result? 
Um, so you got to go find, like, find the market and, and ask, I, I, I guess I'm stuck on like, once you figure out the result that you can provide, what's the best way to go find who wants that result? <laughs> Just ask a bunch of people, right? Yeah. I mean, it really depends. Like, so who, who are you serving? So like, so like for you, like if you have somebody that you've just absolutely killed it for on this one particular funnel, then whatever that is, like, it doesn't matter. Like that funnel is going to work for every other person that does the exact same business. So I'm hearing like, and I'm, I'm walking through this cause this is actually, and I, on my podcast, I'm real and honest with where I'm at in my business. This is a journey that I'm continually going on. And so I've actually been struggling with figuring this out for myself. I've been back and forth on a lot of things and just you, what you just said there made me think like, I do need to pick a specific type of funnel. Like I need to either be like an opt in, like a lead generation funnel or a sales funnel or a membership course funnel, but I need to pick something and be the best at that one. Yeah. And like, it, you know, a lead, you can do application funnels. You can do yeah, you know, there's so many. lead gen <laughs> funnel for like, and it, and it really depends on like, is there a business type that like you just really enjoy for whatever reason that like yeah. that you get it, uh, you know, even though you might not be in, like maybe you're not a chiropractor or a dentist or whatever, but maybe there's some kind type of business that you find fascinating or you know a lot about it because of previous life experience or whatever the case may be. If you can figure out, you know, how to generate leads, like that's like, here's a real secret. <laughs> All right. I'm good. I'm listening. Every single business in the world wants more leads. Yeah. Like they don't know how to generate the leads. Like even if they have a sales staff, uh, they, they still want more leads because those salesmen might be good at closing leads, but they might not be good at generating leads. And and also like business, like a business is better served when it can give its salespeople leads versus having the salespeople to have to go prospect for leads. For example, like in the real estate industry, um, most agents are in a, a very high split that are, uh, that are producers because they are going out there, pounding the pavement, knocking on cold doors, picking up the phone, they're doing whatever they have to do to generate leads. So the broker, a lot of times might only be getting 10%. Well, that's because the broker's like literally hardly doing anything besides just holding their license. But other companies, because uh, I, I actually work with a lot of brokers. So like companies that actually generate leads and just give them to their salespeople, the agents are more than happy to work on a 50 50. So like the broker makes way more money. The agent makes, makes way more money because they're doing just the things that they love to do rather than all the stuff that they hate doing, you know? So like it really just comes down to, you know, what type of business do you want to serve most? And, and it's okay. Like if you don't know that right now today, then, you know, you become a generalist and you just sell people on the fact that you can help them. And then, you know, once you have helped someone absolutely kill it, then it's like, Hey, they're not the only, you know, person in the world that does that. And it's just a matter of duplicating the same thing. And then all you have to do is when you insert their images, their assets, their logos, their message, you know, it becomes 
you've got like a template, right? So like you can, it's not mass produced, but you can reproduce things very, very quickly. So like instead of spending, you know, six months trying to figure something out with somebody, you can recreate it for the next guy in a week. That's a great tip. Finding leads is everyone's problem. <laughs> like you said, it's every business wants to find leads. Um, that's why I wanted to start off with that topic. Yep. So my biggest takeaways from that was first, don't pay for advertising to find leads until you have been able to prove that you can do it organically and people actually want what you're offering. <laughs> and then second is you've got to know what your result is that you're providing for people and who actually wants that result. And I think if you can figure out those three things, you're, you've got a business, right? I mean, you may not be failing your business, but you've got a business and you're earning money. Bill, that was awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of your lead generation tips and advice. And we're going to have you back on the next episode where we are going to talk about some more amazing advice for entrepreneurs in their businesses. Um, so thanks for, for being here today. My pleasure, Susan. I had a blast. And if, if any of your people want to check me out, they can go to uh, billcrane.com or twocommacoach.com. And if, uh, if anyone wants a free copy of my book, Generating Clients for Life, which actually gets into all of these concepts, uh, you know, they can um, actually, if you go to twocommacoach.com and put in the coupon code Susan, um, then I will send you a free copy of that book as well as uh, potentially award you a free consultation if that's what you're interested in. I'm certainly not going to push anyone into it, but hey, if that's what they want, that's what I'm here to do is, is, is help people. That is awesome. I'm going to go there and get my own free book using my name. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Do you have a course or info product that you're trying to get out into the world and make an impact, but you're struggling to figure out how to do that? I know that it can be hard and that's why I want to get on a free call with you. So you can tell me your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, what message you're trying to get out there into the world and see if I can help you come up with a plan and really figure out how to sell what you have to offer to truly amplify your impact and empower others. To jump on that call with me, go to susanleonardson.com forward slash discover.